Wrestling fans, the following podcast is no holds barred, no time limit. My name is Steve Anderson, and you're listening to yet another episode of Weasel Tales. This particular episode will be the finale of Hogan Heenan, Heenan Hogan, whatever you want to call it. We have covered the AWA feuds between Bobby Heenan and Hulk Hogan, the lengthy WWF rivalry between the two, and now we're going to be talking about their feud in WCW and soon after that, the N. W-O. So on January 27th, 1994, Bobby Heenan made his, I would say, surprising debut on World Championship Wrestling. Walking out as Gene Okerlund was making an announcement, and Gene was disgusted that the weasel was actually following him around. He became the color commentator for WCW Saturday Night, taking over for Jesse Ventura who was fired for apparently taking a very lengthy nap when he should have been working, according to Eric Bischoff, of course. He would also replace Jesse in pay-per-view events, the syndicated WCW Worldwide, Clash of the Champions. He was also part of Monday Nitro when it premiered in September of 1995. He was frequently paired with Tony Schiavone, one of the more infamous incidents when it comes to Bobby Heenan commentary was on January 23rd, 1996. It was an episode of Clash of the Champions 32. During a match with Eddie Guerrero and Brian Pillman, Pillman left the ring and then made the mistake of grabbing Bobby by the neck. Now, Bobby had a history of neck injuries and blurted out, what the F are you doing? Except he didn't say F, live on the air. Not long after that, Bobby did return to managing, or as he referred to it, coaching. He was a coach, not a manager. He managed Ric Flair and Arn Anderson in a tag team match at the Great American Bash 1997. On the other side was broadcast colleague Steve Michael and Carolina Panthers linebacker Kevin Green. In that match, Heenan played a pivotal role in getting McMichael to turn on his partner and becoming the newest four horsemen after Brian Pillman left the company. Now, Hulk Hogan, of course, was well into his run in WCW and was still the smiling, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, baby face. But the act was growing stale, to say the least. Wrestlers were now more cool. The business was changing away from the red and yellow Hulkster. One of the quantum shifts that happened in professional wrestling was in 1996 on Memorial Day, where Scott Hall, recently Razor Ramon from the WWF, all of a sudden showed up on Monday Nitro and declared war. Soon after, Kevin Nash came in 
and they started talking about the third man. And at Bash of the Beach, we all know how that ended up. Hulk Hogan became Hollywood Hogan, completely transforming his image. Now, you have to have been a fan of Hulk Hogan in the red and yellow to truly understand what a monumental shift this was. Hogan had not been a heel since, I'm pretty sure, the AWA. And that was really the first promotion where he started to get over as a babyface. Now, I have been in various promos and posts on Twitter talking about Bobby as a babyface. I posted a very brief Bobby Heenan archive where he talked about how Dick the Bruiser and he were a babyface tag team for one night and one night only. The dynamic of the New World Order and WCW saw Bobby Heenan continuing to oppose Hulk Hogan. Unlike Tony Schiavone, unlike Larry Zbysko, unlike Mike Tanay, unlike Eric Bischoff, Bobby Heenan was now on the side of good. He still had his style of commentating, but one could surmise that he was now a babyface. So one of the more controversial moments of his career, which to this day I believe has been somewhat overblown, is Bash at the Beach in 1996 when Hulk Hogan walked out to apparently save Team WCW, Lex Luger, Sting, and the Macho Man Randy Savage against Hall and Nash. Their partner was yet to appear. Hogan comes down the aisle. The crowd pops, and Heenan uttered the infamous, yeah, but whose side is he on? Now he's taking, now he's taken a lot. Back then, he took a lot of heat for that statement. People thought he was spoiling it. Dusty Rhodes responded, what are you talking about? Now, I'm sure that was storyline-based, not reality-based. A lot of people point to Bobby as spoiling the reveal of the third man. And I would say to that, he didn't, because of the fact that the reveal was probably not even one minute after he had said that. And secondly, that was part of his gimmick. Part of his character is not to trust Hulk Hogan. He feuded with him as we have gone through in the AWA, in the WWF, and in WCW. So why would he change? He was, at best, a babyface by default. He was still Bobby Heenan. He did not change his style of commentating. He did not change anything at all. He was just as he has always been, on the opposite side of Hulk Hogan. 
as far as manager versus wrestler feuds, this one is at the very top. Mind you, a lot of it has to do with the fact that managers aren't as much in fashion as they used to be. They're making a comeback, and who knows where that will go. So Bobby was in the interesting position of being a heel broadcaster when Hulk Hogan was a babyface. So Hogan's heel turn, again, made Bobby Heenan a babyface by default. Bobby, with that famous phrase, yeah, but whose side is he on, was questioning his loyalty, something he would do as a wrestling character. He was putting a stamp on the years of hatred and vitriol between these two men. Now, it was not a complete babyface turn because weasels got a weasel. In fact, at one point, after the invasion of the New World Order, Bobby decided that he was going to join the NWO after they had won the right to take over Monday Nitro. Bobby approached Eric Bischoff and the others to ask, hey, can I join? Can I be part of this? I want to be part of the NWO. Essentially, a heel turn. But then it was two weeks later, but then it was weeks later when WCW resumed their control over Monday Nitro. But again, and okay, I'm biased, but I truly believe that this was, outside of the match with Dick the Bruiser all those decades ago, was Bobby as a babyface. One other thing. There was early on, early on, in the NWO's reign of terror. There was an incident where WCW wrestlers were outside of the building. They were in various stages of trauma. They had been beaten up. They had been attacked. They had been blindsided. And it created a very chaotic environment. And Bobby, on screen, said, I can't do this. I have a bad neck. I'm not going to put myself at risk. I'm not going to commentate tonight. And he was allowed to. And you know what? That is the most sympathetic he ever was as well. So whether you agree with it or don't agree with it, Bobby Heenan was by default, you could say, a baby face. Now, did he? retire from WCW as a babyface, the NWO storyline, as with so many other storylines, they take things too far, they keep things going for too long, they run out of ideas, and then they try to inject something new, but by that point, it's basically over. WCW was not long for this world on its own as it was bought by Vince McMahon in 2001. So as I said before, the latter part of January 2000 saw Bobby replaced with Mark Madden, 
He stole the thunder with Mike Tanay and later Tony Schiavone, and he was replaced by Stevie Ray in July of 2000. For a time, he was with Scott Hudson on Worldwide in November of 2000, but then was soon released from the company. WCW went out of business less than a year after that. So unlike his WWF departure, he went out with a whimper. There was no acknowledgement of it. He just quietly faded into the sunset. And he did a lot of interviews over the years expressing his frustration with WCW. But it is too bad that he did not get the proper send-off in WCW that he got with the WWF. Gorilla Monsoon tossed him out on his ass, and he was done. With WCW, one day he just wasn't there anymore. Did he deserve better? I think so. But you got to understand that I'm pretty biased about it. So that's the story of Bobby Heenan and Hulk Hogan. As far as I know, they never appeared together. They were Hall of Fame inductees, but one year apart, Bobby in 2004 and Hulk Hogan in 2005. So there you are. A three-part miniseries, can we call it? I don't know. But it's been fun to look back on this. It's been fun to put this together. I certainly learned a lot more and started to remember a lot more. What I'm going to do next week, I'm not sure. I've been so focused on this, the silly little promos, the hints about baby faces. It's been a lot of fun. and I've gotten a lot of great feedback. And a good many of you, and a good many of you, have watched those videos, and I do appreciate that that as well. Not to mention the new subscribers we have. By the way, I do need to go onto Twitter and acknowledge those people, and I will try to do that in the next couple of days. In the meantime, again, thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to this. My name is Steve Anderson, and I have had the honor and privilege of working with the late, great Bobby Heenan. I say that a lot, obviously, but I can never say it enough as far as what he did for me. To think that that book in 2001 and the other one in 2004 would lead to something like this, I could have never imagined. But here we are. So I will see you next week. Kind of a mystery episode. We'll see uh, what I can come up with on the next episode of Weasel Tales.